What's up, Gossip Kings and Queens? It's your girl, Shelly Shells, and I'm back with another episode of For the Love of Gossip. In episode six, y'all, we are talking about gender roles. And of course, I couldn't do this conversation alone, so I got my A1s with me to help share their perspective on the topic. Let's get into it, y'all. What's up, fam? How y'all doing? What's up? Hey, we here. We here yes. in the bitch once again. We back, we back, we back. All right, so we're in episode six, y'all. Listen, I want to talk about gender roles because when I was standing in the kitchen, I I was cleaning, but I was looking around, honestly, at my husband and the kids. And when I see them clean, they not cleaning. Oh, boy. You know, pulling stuff together. And it just got me to thinking about gender roles. Like, why do I go over the top and they just put it together? And they're okay with this. This sounds like church. Like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm like, I bought chips and we got a container, but the chips don't go into the container. The bag of chips literally sat in front of the container, <clears throat> and and it took me out because I'm like, okay, I need to, I need to break this down and just make this make sense because I'm a little confused, or am I just anal? Mm-hmm. So then I was like, okay, let's talk about gender roles because maybe that's the problem. I- <laughs> Like this is a bit personal, but I mean, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna stay there. What I, of how I got there? How okay. like how this started to make my rut run in my head because I was oh. like looking around. I felt like it was an out of body experience because I was looking around. The bananas had the wrapper still on it. The chips run inside the containers. It was just so many things that I was just like, "How did I get here?" <laughs> and so yeah, gender roles. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> 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 so let's break down gender roles. But first, I do want to add some guidance on the conversation, though. So the questions that I'll be asking tonight are are not going to all be based on your household. So some will be individual perspectives, and then some will be like couple group answers. Like, so I just want to make sure that when everybody is answering you don't feel like if your response does not align with my response and or or your significant other's response like just say your perspective because again just wanting to get a clear understanding of gender roles and how people think how y'all think and why y'all think different than us because what's that whole thing men are from where where y'all from mars and the women are from venus right (laughs) you know like i think that's a real thing yes you all are Oh, yeah. Why we got to be I, the aliens in that, y'all? Oh, I thought he said anal, but yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Go ahead. So we aliens and anal. <laughs> I thought or he was jumping anal right aliens. in. Anal aliens. Anal aliens. Okay, that's different. Um, Writing that down. Try to break that piece down to anal oh. aliens. Okay, so for my first question, how would your marriage, is it traditional or non-traditional? Ours ain't traditional. And by so why is that? Why did y'all decide to veer from traditional um, i don't think it was intentional it was just the way things happen um and it changes from year to year time to time uh we don't even whatever is needed whatever is yeah it's needed. just whatever it take to win yeah. that's that's really it the goal the object the objective is to win i mean we're in it together yeah so yeah well you know one year it might be her one year it might be me um, yeah does any of family ever say like that's not tradition I haven't heard that, honestly. I don't. Mm, I, what do you think? No, I, I mean, for the most part, they don't really. Um, I I've never heard that. 
I haven't heard too many people say anything about like our. Uh... I haven't heard family, but we've heard we've heard friends. Oh, really? Uh huh. Um, not necessarily talking about us, but just how they move. Like the man is supposed to do this, or the woman is supposed to do that, but it hasn't been from family, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and that's good that you said friends too, because I mean, I was just wondering, did, does anybody say it? Um, mm-hmm. when you think about it, and I know for me, I've heard it, you know, with comes to say, like, oh, my husband would never do that if because I would say, Ricky, it's funny you said that because, um, I've heard co workers not they might not say it, but they, they did kind of give me the face, like, um, oh, yeah, like he stayed at home more with the kids, so yeah, yeah. So I, I feel like I get you get that my reactions come from coworkers, um, more so than than friends or even the elders of the families. It's the coworkers that just seem like shocked, like you will never do that. Or sometimes even if I say I pull down the trash cans, they will be like, "What? I would never right. touch a trash can." Like I say that about cutting the grass. Like I don't generally cut the grass, but I do like. I do like my push lawnmower, like exactly. <laughs> but I, yeah, I like to get out there in my own zone with my headphones mm-hmm. on. But it's not a requirement for my household. It's just something that I, I, it is ironic, but it's just that I like to do. Exactly. So then, I mean, okay. And I'm sure that the time you took the trash can down to the curb, there was a reason you took the trash. I know 99.5% of the time Ricky takes. I know there was <laughs> there had to be a reason you did that. You know what I'm saying? I know 99% well, yeah. of he does that. Because she's never touched a trash can unless I was probably out of town or something. And I mean, yeah. it, our son is actually the one that's getting the trash cans. But like, if it's in the way, and, and I'm not going to just get it to move it. When if I'm right there and I've already touched it, like, take it up the hill like it's no uh-huh. point in me leaving it because it's his role to do and, hey, I, and yep and that's I'm what i was about do it. those co-workers that's because they're stuck in their traditional ways where mm-hmm. she wouldn't do that either if she was already out there and needed it moved to do something mm-hmm. she move it right but, exactly yeah like the the goal is is to win right. mm-hmm. you know what i'm what, what by any is necessary yeah okay all right um and so ricky for you you feel like that your marriage is non-traditional i don't remember hearing you answer um yeah i I think we we just had two different couples i was trying to wait my time just to not confuse everything but i feel like ours is probably a bit more on the traditional side but we do have some non-traditional um parts of it Um, that's an interesting perspective for you why do you feel like it's more on the traditional side I mean, as far as like cooking and cleaning, you know, you normally do most of that. Uh, being here with the kids, um, you do most of that. And then I come in afterwards after work and, and try to help out. You know, I do all most of the, the outside cleaning up and, you know, cutting the grass and things like that. But um, like you said before, you will step in. I know when COVID happened, you you were like, give me a lawnmower. I'm ready to cut grass. And that that honestly took me for a loop. And I was like, you cutting the grass? Nah, that's not even right. But, I mean, I know the neighbors was looking at us crazy. You was out there in your Ugg boots <laughs> in the middle of some <laughs> grass. <laughs> they were probably I don't know if they was looking at us crazy or if they was looking at you crazy. But they were looking crazy. 
<laughs> and uh, it, I mean, it was kind of one of those things where I kind of had to just it let it happen because I felt like, okay, if she's out there, then I need to be doing something too. Um, but it was something that you actually were, you know, requested to do just to have that, that separation um, from work. Separation. Yeah, sitting aside, I needed something to take me out of feeling like I was going crazy in these walls because there was no yeah. separation of me and the kids, no separation of me and work. It was just an outlet. But I really do feel like most of most of what we do is traditional, but we are not afraid to step out into the non-traditional things. Um, you know, I do most of the laundry. And I'm sure, like you said, most of your coworkers might say that they would never do that or anything like that. So um, we're not afraid to just go outside of what we were groomed to do. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Okay. So good perspective. I would think um, our reason for being non-traditional is um, life circumstances. Like, for instance, my 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 job, my profession. Mm-hmm. Um, it has required me to be away from home more. Mm-hmm. Where me being an entrepreneur, I'm more I'm more flexible. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. When I think of tradition, I think of a stay-at-home wife that is manning. Mm-hmm. the house you know and I guess that's what it looks like because from home but I am also handling the home got the kids and all those things so I can see why he said that um but I I that put a different title on it though does that even keep it as traditional because again I'm doing exactly what Candy's doing but right. I don't even think that that's like the the 2000s traditional that's because- what I just about to say that I was saying the same thing. Like that's not traditional anymore. Like right, that stay at home wife. That's not that's not traditional anymore. That was our parents' traditional. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. not our traditional right now. Right. And and now that's more circumstantial. Like if you are in a in a relationship where the man is the breadwinner, they're making enough to sustain the whole household. Then yeah, if if that's what you want to do, stay at home. But um. I don't even see you being that kind of person to just want to stay at home mm. and just be kids all day. You Mm-mm. want to be out in the workforce. You want to be out um, doing something that, that has meaning to it. So to me, that's not, that wasn't even a consideration when I said traditional, it was just, you know, more of the kind of gender role. Oh, thing. okay. Yeah. And that's then, fair. They say you always want something you don't have. So mm-hmm. I, I would totally prefer to stay at home and work. Because I know what it feels like to have to hit that alarm clock every morning and get up and go somewhere. Although I I love my job, it's just yeah, you know the i the idea of being at home, hands on uh-huh. with everybody, like having full control of what's going on in your career, having full control of what's going on in your house. Yeah, right. It make you crazy though. Like I mean, trust me no, when I, I tell you this. I can I can. Nah, it's rough that. being at home with the kids. I'm and- sure. Yeah. <laughs> Like that separation is crazy. Like put me put me in the office and <laughs> I just I need to be with the other people so I can have grown people yeah. conversation. Um or just peace or just a little bit of or peace. Or just quiet, yeah. yeah. I remember times when when like when Cam was a baby, when she came in, I was leaving right out. Like, yo, yeah. I need break, yo. Like yeah. this break. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And you hear that, and then it turns into, well, hell, I work all day. Yeah, I but you don't. You don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. Already too, especially during COVID, I've probably been one of them people that went out to go get some milk, and I see it about what about sixteen years. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I could have been. I mean, I'm I'm definitely blessed and fortunate that God, you know, put you in the situation. But if it was the rose was a reverse, you know, <laughs> I don't know what you might have seen when you came home, but <laughs> it might not have been me. <laughs> I remember say when I'm like I'm going to the store, and you was like you going to the store was a four to five hour trip. You was yeah, going down I, every single aisle, looking yeah. at every single thing. And again, that was just my outlet. It was an opportunity to just be out, um, catching fresh air and just not having anyone calling my name. Right. You, you knew the uh, nutritional facts on everything in the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, y'all understand? You hear mommy or daddy 150,000 times before 3 Come o'clock. On. Come on. Yeah. Came home, your break was your kids, and when you came home, my break was the streets or something, because them kids <laughs> <laughs> But to answer your question, I it's it ended up non traditional for that reason. Mm-hmm. For that reason. Okay. So Ricky sees it as traditional and for me I feel like I'm still in between. I I don't know if I even can put a label on it, but the way that it's broken down and listening to both, I guess I can see how we could fit in the traditional. Um, but I guess we in like the new age tradition. No. Mm. All right. So the next question is so what's the responsibility of the mother in the household? And so before you answer, Ken just would like to hear his perspective of what is the mother's responsibility in y'all's household. That that's that's so wrong of you. <laughs> <laughs> and we can start with Ricky. Nah, I mean, um, I don't even just the whole list, the whole list motherfucker together. I can cuss, right? Yeah, I keep, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, she, she really do just hold everything together. Like, I feel like I honestly feel I I don't even know how to explain it. Like, I got all the pieces lined up, I put I, I, I got the puzzle ready. You know what I'm saying? I got the puzzle all lined up, and then she just come in and make sure everything put together. I swear yeah, put it together. See, mm. you see how respectful <laughs> that was, though. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to give her her praise. And she talking about it was she, the way, but she she actually executed exactly what you just said. You got everything lined up, put together, and she could hear you trying to explain it. And what she did was swooped in, like she said, and put it together. And now we know what you tried to say. Uh, okay, all right. She fulfills the projects. She, you she got does. it all together, put it together, and she comes in like team, put the final touches on, and like, and there you go. Uh, boom. You know what I mean? But but then there are certain situations. Like again, we're not traditional, so knows what I'm good at. I know what she's mm-hmm. good at. Um, you know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. she, she knows my mentality, and I know her mentality. So when it comes to time for me to take the lead i'll just say it that way when it's time for me to take the lead she knows when she knows when i should take the lead and i know when she should take the lead yeah and so the responsibility of the mother in your household is keep y'all together i mean i mean i guess that just sums it all up but i mean yeah she just she she's the glue yeah Um, and that's what's up that's what's up 
Yeah, she the glue. She she she. I mean, together we're we we make sure this we we make sure shit runs smooth. But um, yeah, like I mean, I don't even know how to explain it. Like she she makes sure this motherfucker run. Like mm-hmm. I do daily. I do the daily. Um, I'm like the uh, they, Yeah, I'm like the uh, I'm like the um project manager. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But she she makes sure that every day she makes sure the 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 task uh, you know is complete. I'm the CEO. Is what he's trying to God say. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. So Ricky, no. for you, the, the responsibility of a mother is in your household. Uh, that's that's pretty deep. Um, let me see. I would say that in my household, the mother is the glue the puzzle pieces, and the person that's putting the puzzle together. Mm. I mean, I I honestly think about it sometimes. Um, I saw this thing on TV where um, it was a guy and his his wife ended up dying and he was totally lost. He didn't know who his doctor was. He didn't know what his blood type was. Mm. He didn't know where the, the kids go if they got sick. I feel like that's me. If anything mm. ever happened to you, I, I'm 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 starting all over. I feel like I'm a a kid that's raising kids. Mm. Like I know this. It's just like I'm I'm like the relief pitcher. When your arm get tired, then I come in do a couple of throws, and then you got to come back on in. Mm. Now that sounds heavy. Yeah. Mm. But I I'm, I'm gonna say that it wasn't something that I requested of you. I don't feel like yeah. it's it's just what you have always done. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of come in and do what I got to do. And then I'm back at work. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I could say, I could really say, though, it's just y'all been, knowing y'all for so long and knowing y'all personalities, knowing y'all, y'all are just, y'all are just two strong motherfuckers. It's just, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Y'all are just two strong motherfuckers. Like y'all just y'all are y'all are what what everybody trying to be. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Y'all got and I, y'all head on straight. Y'all know y'all know what the fuck is going on and y'all and y'all about that shit. You know what I'm saying? So it it just it just happens. I think everything works everything works the way it does because of y'all and and us too. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's just that it is. I'll say this. I remember, I think it was last year when you went out of town. It might have been for like two days, overnight maybe. I don't even know. But that was real stressful. I mean, I had to take... <laughs> <laughs> we had like a doctor's appointment and I had to get some papers turned in. I mean, it was... I was I was super stressed. I'm like, yo, <laughs> when do I get a chance to breathe? Okay. It's just so much stuff at one time, and I'm glad that I, it was actually my day off, and I can't even imagine trying to actually work and still do all these things. I was, I was, uh, matter of fact, I know because I was on the phone with you the entire time, right? Like, Complaining. What, what is happening? Like this is dumb. <laughs> Who schedules all these appointments in one day? We got 365 days in the game. <laughs> <laughs> three appointments in one day like calm down as <laughs> an overachiever like all right here goes your five stars you you did good <laughs> and in our in our household like it's completely the opposite i'm the one who do all of that 
daily, you know what I'm saying? Like appointments. Yeah. I feel like not to take nothing away from her, but if she wasn't here, I feel like I could manage just because I yeah. manage on a basis. Like that's my, um, those are my roles. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I get they, I get their ass up. I get them. Well, Cam gets herself dressed now, but you know what I'm saying? I get them together mm-hmm. in the morning. And I feed them, get them on the bus, get them off the bus, feed them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Take them to the doctor just because of my role in the house, because I was always available and made my own schedule. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was just- my, my kids eating fish sticks and oodles and noodles every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's all I got. I should a little different. <laughs> Changing. So if we change it now and flip it. So Candy, what is the responsibility of a father in your household? I think a father should be a protector which he is. Um, and to be honest, that's that's really much all I think about the distinguishment between a mother and a father. Like, mm-hmm. a, a woman is nurturing, a man should be a protector. Um, but I agree with him what he said. Like, I honestly do feel like in our house, I, yeah, he does, he does, he takes the kids to the appointments, but I'm making them. Um, like, that. that's the piece that, you know, if if I wasn't there to coordinate the events, I don't know that they would happen. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But disrespectful again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the protecting, he's always available for the kids. He is. He's always available for the kids, which I can appreciate because I don't know that I had that, um, you know, growing up myself. Yeah. 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 And then I have that. I have that. And maybe this does go into kind of what I think a gender role, my gender role should be. But I have that that mom guilt sometimes because I'm not available. Mm-hmm. As though, but um, their dad makes up for it. And again, yeah. I don't never feel good. Like she got a profession. Like she's she's moving up the ranks. And mm-hmm. if I can, again, our ultimate goal is to win. Mm-hmm. Her moving up the ranks is helping our family win. So mm-hmm. if I roles to make sure that she can move up the ranks, then that's what it got to be. And then, yeah. and that day we winning, you know. Every time, every like we winning. Just yeah, it. yeah. You know the husband's um, responsibility of the household. Um, I think one just to lead the family. Like I need um, to lead us where we got to go, regardless of how strong I am, regardless of how much I can handle, lift whatever. Like. I need that I'm that leader to kind of guide because even in the moments of my craziness, um, I don't always make the best decision in a direction of just trying to get something done to just say it's done versus um and not taking shortcuts and going a long way. So um, I definitely think leading the household, um, definitely being that pro- that protector and that provider. Not just talking providing financially. I'm talking mentally, physically, right. emotionally. Um, and I think. 1000% connection with my children is a must. Um, and I think that that is p- part of the responsibilities that um, being available, just like you said, Candy, um, that is key for me because like you, that was missing for me. And so definitely one of the biggest drivers that I'm like, if nothing else, I need you to be readily available um, for the children. Cause when he worked nights, it was horrible. Um, and it was a, it was a no for me. And then too, like the kids would just always say, where's dad? He at work again. Like having to go to sleep and not knowing where your father is. I could say he at work, but you know, they just know that that's just work. But what does that truly mean? Um, and so 
him not being available in those times was difficult. So I think for me, that was definitely a responsibility. If everybody looks at that as a responsibility of being available, um, just because, again, we take on and we do the things that we got to do to win, which I 1000% understand, still think that there's a responsibility of being available um, for your family, because, again, that protecting piece was just not it's not there in those moments. So um, that is one of the big, big responsibilities that I think a husband should have. And I think we are now checking the box for all those things. Okay. Woo <laughs> All right. Um, another one. Um, so do you feel that there are jobs deemed inappropriate for males, but appropriate for females? Like nursing or some things like that? I mean, any job, do you like that there are those, are there those jobs out there that are deemed that? I think there are jobs that are out there, that, but I don't think that it should be. I I don't think that, because you're right, like, there, I mean, in my opinion, there are totally things that are acceptable for men to do, um, and vice versa, acceptable for women to do, but I don't think that it should be that way. Wow. I think, I think we should be able, what's the difference? Like, I feel like it shouldn't be a double-edged sword. Like, if mm-hmm. the circumstances do what you do, and I don't know, maybe that just goes back to the way I actually do think that, you know, anybody can be as successful as they want to be. But I don't mm. think it I don't think it should be a difference between what what you're supposed to do and what I'm what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. It's all about but, you, but you do feel like that there are jobs. Yeah, that... I think it is sure. But I think it should be about passion, like what, you, what you what you want to do. Mm hmm. And and what you're capable of doing, like, right? If you're capable of doing the same thing that I can do, yeah, why why not? Um, right. That's just like corporate America. It's it's a real thing um, where they just feel like men are killing the game and they should lead the pack and they should be the leaders, um, and that a male leader is better than a female leader. Why I don't understand that, but um, right. I don't personally think that it matters who's a leader as long as you are showing those qualities. Lead mm-hmm. on. I agree. Have fun at it, regardless of what your sex is. Like, do do as you may. Um, but what about y'all, the men? What do y'all think? If you can lead me to victory, I don't really, I I don't really care. Like I was telling Candy earlier yesterday, like the the um geniuses are geniuses because they were smart enough to listen to other people's opinion and other people's idea. Rich people are. (laughs) Because they're hard enough to listen to other people's ideas and things like that. So I don't really care who could lead me to victory as long as you can lead me to victory. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You're at the top of that mountain. I'm going if with you. Good. If you're giving me some good advice that I know and, and, that, and that is working, mm-hmm. I don't care if you're a sheep. Pick that up. <laughs> well, we actually had this conversation for real. No, I really yeah. did tell her that yesterday. Yeah, no, I told her that. We were walking into Cooper's talk yesterday, and I told her that. No, no, no. But did you make that up? What, that rich people are rich because they are smart enough to listen? No, I heard yeah. that somewhere. Uh, uh, that's, real, that's a real saying. No, no, no. I mean, I was just going to give you kudos if you did. No, no, no. That was, that was some real shit. Right smart enough, I was smart enough to understand what that meant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just gonna give you kudos if you made that up, but I mean, either way, it's some real, real good stuff. Um, yeah. But I, I too agree. I, I like. I was trying to think based on like your literal question, like, is there a job that that 
what was it that that men can do that that is deemed inappropriate? Yeah, I I can't think of a job that would be inappropriate. I I think it's all about um, it's what you're what you're willing to risk. Um, everything. I mean, what it is is like now that people can go into jobs with with little experience and they can learn it. Yeah. You don't have to have a degree. You don't have to have all these accolades. If you put in the hard work to learn it, it doesn't matter your sex, race, or religion. If mm-hmm. you put that work to go from the bottom to the top and you become that person, then you just that person, what, whoever you are, whatever you look like. So I don't, I don't necessarily agree. Like I have been led by some very strong females in my current profession, which I tip my hat off to them. And they have all the respect in the world. And I've been led by some very strong males. And the same thing. But does one get more credit than the other? I mean, no. They mm. all had good stuff that I've taken from it and applied to my own style of leadership. But, yeah, I mean, I just think that if we were more open-minded as people to mm-hmm. just respect the the person that's ahead of us and just try to take something we don't have to take everything that the person does just try to take something from it and then try to um reshape it and make it our own and apply it Mm -hmm. to what we we all grow like like uh colleen was saying like that's how we the goal is to is what was the goal to win (laughs) to win win. i'm sorry I, I was there. Uh, but yeah, the goal is to win. And, and we just need to, we need to use the people that's around us. And, you know, just, you got to take off those blinders and just see strength and accept it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's good to hear um, that we all kind of think like that, um, too, because unfortunately, others don't the day in 2023 those things still exist um unfortunately the people that are stuck in in those ways are are stuck in their in their situations yeah right i don't want to sound i don't want to sound crazy you know what i mean but yeah yeah yeah, they're they're stuck in those situations you got to think outside the box Mm -hmm. i would their goal is to win whatever it takes to win Right. I would dare to say that those people are miserable too, because if you just say that I shouldn't be led by a woman, like a woman has no right in this position, you're missing out on so many nuggets, so many, you know, pieces of gold, so much Absolutely. knowledge. Um, just because it's somebody who you don't feel like should be in that that spot. It's to me, it's the same thing as racism. Like mm-hmm. their past or whatever the case may be, like there's there's good things that we can get from different races. We don't have to take everything, but we could just right. take little pieces, little chunks of of, of mm-hmm. this of gold, and then make it our own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sad, yeah. man. It's, but it's you know, it is, um, which is why it's so important for us, you know, as as parents, to make sure that those messages are driven home. Because unfortunately, again, handed down, um, and so you could either fold to it or you could ignore it. Um, but the choice is yours. But how you kind of move through it and you read through it too. You can't go for that role because that role is seeking a male versus mm. a female. And like you said, that's up to us to instill in them that listen, 
again, your goal is to win, Shorty. Don't let nobody tell you you can't do nothing. That's what I tell Cam all the time. Like, uh, I tell Cam for real, like, you got to be successful because she bougie and got an expensive lifestyle already. But it's true. And even if your kids aren't bougie, like the the lifestyle that you, that we have created for our kids it's it's what they expect in their future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't but, see that they don't see the hard work behind what it took to get us there. They just see where you are. I mean, just talking about our son, we we've been having this conversation all week because he goes to school and he swipes his or puts his pin number in. He gets breakfast, lunch, snack, ice cream. I mean, I, and then it's just, he has so much food that or or money that he goes through in a week and it's just like Bro, you know that money has to get there somehow. Like right. it's just not. It's just <laughs> they, not don't, they have no value. Yeah, it's, it's at not all. A number you just put in, and it's just like cha-ching. Like here goes yeah, right. Hey, no, <laughs> you got to work for it. That's that's the thing. Like I kind of go back and forth with that. Like, are are we doing good for our kids? Or are we kind of um, disabling them? Got a, they got a school black card. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, whatever he got, he's he's popping. I must say, okay, um, he is but it's popping. Not, it's, he like Susie. You want some chips? Come on, I got okay, you. exactly. <laughs> Johnny Basami didn't have enough money, so I got him ice cream too. Oh, did you, man? <laughs> but it, but what I'm, I'm saying is not just him. Like I know we have gone to the store, and the kids are just like, "Can I get this?" And it's just like, "Just get it." And uh-huh. and we find out, oh, we just came for some water and some juice, and then we got like six things and three of the, th- or you know, I don't know the math right now, but you know, most of those things we plan to get. Right. Mm-hmm. Gil, y'all think that boys and girls should be raised differently? And that's a question not for the group, more so individually. Um, that it shouldn't be about roles specifically, but about um just how you think and how you, I, I, I do think it's mostly about thought. Um, I think that um, boys should know that they should be a protector to a female in life if that's who they choose, a female, or whoever their significant other is, mm-hmm. um, and that they should be present because of our, the stigma behind a black man is that they aren't pr- um, present. I do mm. think they they should be present, um, and that their goal should be to successful, um, mm-hmm. and strong, and to to educate yourself whatever that form of education is. That's what mm-hmm. I think. That, that's what I think you should teach, teach a male or your, mm. your male boy. But if uh, my daughter, I feel like you know she should be brought up as a you know to have that nurturing spirit to mm. still like um, to be headstrong. But to one day find somebody who um, can lead you. Of course, I'm not teaching her these things at 10 specifically, but, you know, that's <laughs> the thought telling her. Um, but I, I do think that it's, it's some things that are. But to also yeah. let them know whatever you put your mind to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it taught me you you don't need anybody. It's great to have someone, but you don't need anybody. Um, mm-hmm. And that's kind of. I teach all of my kids, but particularly my daughter, because we do lean on a man for certain feelings and for certain things. Mm-hmm. To, to 
raise our kids differently. And, and I'll say this is from a father's perspective. Um, it's almost naturally um, behooved on us to, to be more stringent on our daughters, uh, just because we want to do fulfill that protector role for them too, and make sure that they kind of avoid any of the, the pitfalls and the things that we can help them to avoid as they grow up to be, you know, young ladies, you know, just try to stay away from the, the bad boys. And uh, we had this conversation a couple podcasts ago, the things that you think that you want isn't really what's, what's popping. That's not what you, what you're going to want 10 years down the road. So just, let's just, let's just breeze on past this crap and look for the good boys. Or let's not even look for them at all. Let's just, mm-hmm. just be little girls. Um, and so I, I do find it um, that, that I am, a little bit more protective of the girls and then even now you know we kind of kid about our son and it's just like oh yeah he got all these girlfriends and it's almost natural to to mm-hmm. accept that you know that the and I, and honestly nowadays it's kind of um relieving to see that ooh, I don't know if I want to say relieving um mm. but out there but um it, it's it's relieving for you to see that your boys are are attracted yeah. to girls yeah <clears throat> and so um you know it's 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 one of those things where it's just a careful balance when you just you you want to to nurture this relationship with the girls that your boys have but then you want to, you have to teach them how to be young men and one of the, i guess one for us I think one of the the good benefits is that our youngest two are relatively close in age and so I'm always on him, like, open the door for her. Make sure that you watch out for her. Make sure that you do this. And those are the kind of the things that you want to instill in him while he's young. So when he gets older, that he knows that this is your role. This is what you're supposed to do. Like, it's uh-huh. automatic for, for him to know this. And as, you know, my daughter, this is how you're supposed to be taken care of. Your your partner your husband boyfriend whoever it is is supposed to look out for you he's supposed to do all these things for you just to make sure that you're okay so i definitely think that um you do and and it's almost natural and you're supposed to raise them a little bit different i think you're Mm -hmm. right about um and i mean i guess this is a biased but in reference to the girls like i do think that you're absolutely right to teach them how somebody should treat them um Mm -hmm. about how you should expect a man to do this or do that or treat you a certain way i do agree with that and that was that was going to be my answer like i don't really know how to answer that i think there is a little bit of a difference there should be a little bit of a difference but i feel like it should be a little bit of the same like you gotta let both of them know that y'all could be whatever you don't have to stigma Mm -hmm. the world what they want you to be what they say you should be but i mean um that's pretty much my answer i i don't really know how to answer it I, you know and i think yeah. that's just based on kind of just gender roles but um kind of circling back to what candy was saying i think that you should definitely um instill in your kids that they can do whatever they they want to do and just kind of hone in on the things that you see that they're really good at and you know try to you know get them to sharpen that and the way that the world is going now it's just like start your own business so if you're good at you know being taken out the trash, you know, making sure that, you know, you can haul stuff. You got a strong back. Like you can be, 
whatever you want to be, but just just trying to direct them in a in a particular way. Yeah. I try to um I also try to lead by example. Um yeah. in my house. Like I like I say, I don't know exactly how the question should be answered or how we should raise them, but I do know that a lot of the shit that I do is because I seen my pops do that shit. Like my pops was there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I just see how he used to do shit for my mom and do shit for us. So I just, you know what I mean? That's just how it goes. I just try to try to do the same. So I try to make sure that I lead by example um, and and just do like, you know, open doors, make sure I take mm-hmm. care of her or, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, you know, unfortunately, relationships go through things. So they see us argue a little bit, too. But, you yeah. know. My parents used to tell me arguments are, are healthy for relationships. I don't yeah. know how true it was, but that's what they used to tell us. Mm-hmm. I agree with that, though. I think if we if we hide the arguments and make it as though as always those things do arise in their relationship, they would be devastated. Yeah, it gives them a false reality. That's not exactly. Like, you think about it, there's to- no two people in the world who think exactly the same all the time. So and to- you would want it. Honestly, like, give me somebody that's gonna challenge me, right? Right, right. And speaking of false realities, again, when raising them, I do try to tell them that what they see on the internet, because you know their their generation is internet based. Internet. Like yeah, I do tell them like, yo, listen, what you see on the internet is not true. Like, people yeah. have bad days. It's okay to have a bad day. Everybody on the internet is living their best life. Everybody on the internet is winning. But when they turn the cameras off, are they still those people? Right. You know exactly. what I'm saying? We you how y'all live, but we do have bad days. Everybody, yeah, has bad exactly. Days. And you know unfortunately, you you that's you hit the nail on the head because you are living on YouTube, and you know they are having like the perfect life, and they get to have candy for twenty four hours. Came to me, I, like they truly think that that's life, right. like, yeah. and that is how it's set up, and like they're devastated when when that camera goes off. Y'all don't know what goes on in the background. That that kid could be slapped down every on the act in that one scene where they don't even leave the room because everything that they do is right there. Like, right there. Yeah. You don't and y'all you got, you gotta be able to distinguish the two. Mm-hmm. I I do feel like that the boys and girls should be raised differently. But the thing about me, I think all of my answers will always be so mixed because I do try to be careful because um I don't know who said it and I think it might have been you, Colleen. Just the fact that I do want to raise of exactly what everybody has said on on the call, and that's just making sure that the boys know, like, open the door, be my little sisters, and different things like that. Like, those are the things that I definitely want to instill, but I also don't want to forget or lose of raising that boy. Like, I understand how I need my son to understand what he him to not forget that he has feelings. Because I feel like that that's where we've kind of lost our way when I think about just our husbands, um, males that I know in general, like that soft side is not there because all they have been taught is to be hard. Um, and so it's like then we get stuck because now we're I'm, trying to tell them like it's okay I'm, to be sad. It's okay to cry. It's okay to be these things like now that they've done it. You know, I, I struggle there to say like I just don't I want them to be raised different but there has to be there's that fine line of they still need that same softness that that we give the girls because the reason that when 
able to connect it with our feelings is because we have always been able to do that since birth. Mm-hmm. I also think it's a good balance, though, because we can give them that and then they can go to y'all for the nature. Somebody does need to like I, I am a vic- I am I am definitely um, a victim of that. I definitely be on King about crying and certain things, you know what I'm saying? Certain, you know what I mean? But he can go to his mom for that nurturing side too, though. But I'm there for that nurturing side too. But it's just, it. there's a time and a place for everything. I don't, I, I'm not telling you that it's not okay to cry, but in certain situations, it's not okay to cry. In certain mm-hmm. situations, it's okay to cry. So right. I, like, I, if I could have, um, like, shouted hallelujah and clapped and all that stuff and people can hear it, I would have done so because I feel like that is that is the difference between now and before the difference in the generations like they're starting to blur a little bit but i need i want you to protect me but i also need that sentimental emotional exactly like i feel like i should nobody else in the world has to see that but as your wife yep. I need that and i feel like exactly. that's what makes us vulnerable and that's okay with your wife but i feel like with men like that is something that they've been taught for so long and particularly with us as as black men and women, like our culture has always taught us to be so tough. And some mm-hmm. of it was because we had to be, but the other parts of it was just stigma and what we were expected to be. But mm-hmm. it is okay to cry. Please, mm-hmm. please let me have feelings mm-hmm. because when you don't show me that you have feelings is when you piss me off. Like let mm-hmm. me know that you, let me know that you have feelings and let mm-hmm. me know that you can talk through these feelings. We can talk through mm-hmm. these emotions. And I think Absolutely. that is the yeah. But but at the same time, I want I do want you to know that you are that you are supposed to, you know, step in front of the conflict. You are supposed to be mm-hmm. the one to protect me. But I want mm-hmm. you when we go home and we close the doors, like it's okay to break down. I see you, you know, naked in your feelings because I give that, regardless yeah. if you wanted to see it or not. Like it's whether it's coming in a negative way, it's coming in a positive way. There are feelings, but unbothered you could care less when i know deep down there's something else that does bother me which leads me into the question to ricky and kaleem why can't a man cry we don't know how to we it's it's one of those things where it's just one of those things uh, that we're just it's ingrained in us it's in our dna we don't know how to show emotions i feel like as a man, your go-to emotion is anger. Like you feel all these emotions, but you're supposed to suppress it. And then when it does come out, it just comes out in anger. And mm. so I, I, it's one of those things that last podcast or one of the previous podcasts and, you know, it's one, I'm just trying to figure it out myself. I'm trying to do it when I feel safe to express those emotions to you. But to the general public, I probably wouldn't. Um, but it's, it's to learn myself. I'm trying to rediscover myself. And as I'm discovering myself, I'm trying to teach it to my kids to have to suppress it. I want them to be able to, to feel lighter because honestly, when, for me as suppressing the emotions that I've had for all of my life, it's, I feel heavy every day. I feel heavy, but it's just something that I've always had on me. So, mm-hmm. um, Which is- I mean, that's, that's just how it is as a man. You 
shit and move on. You you bury the weight of your whole family and you're yeah. just taught to deal with that shit and move on. And are and not nothing against y'all, but y'all y'all expect us to just hold that shit and move on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. y'all expect to deal with that shit, make it work and move on. Um and a lot of times we do, sometimes motherfuckers break. Um, you know, but just that's just what it is. I don't think that's fair. And I, I don't think that that is um, truth from my standpoint. Like, I I recently in the past two years have found myself defending, you know, you you, you see the little um, memes online or whatever where... I think it's memes. <laughs> memes, whatever. The online... <laughs> <laughs> the wife... He's the to say it. You know, fuck with my husband, and I'm gonna be the one to beat your ass. But it's like I don't feel like that is. I feel like that's wrong. Like I have advocated for my husband in the past couple of years when other people yep. come and expect him yep. to be the strong one. Yep. And I don't like but, actually. I, like I should have to continue to advocate. At some point, I feel like he should speak up. But at, in the meantime, it's, it's my role. Like I don't feel like I acknowledge now. Like I actually acknowledge now that men are expected to be solid and to not show emotion. And like I said before, it actually bothers me. It actually pisses me off when you come to a situation or an argument or a conversation where you're not showing any emotion. Like, I mm-hmm. want you to feel emotion. And I don't want yeah. you to feel like you have to show for the world that you don't have any to me, that you can express yourself. Exactly. You can, right, you can, you can let people know that you're upset. To me, there... Mm-hmm. We'll say, it's one of those things that years and for mm-hmm. me it's probably the same thing too like it's just happened in the past couple of years where like I've known that I've had emotions but it's just it's always just to put them put them in this corner emotions go in this corner and everything else goes every place else and mm-hmm. it's okay, I have this whole corner of emotions I need to, to start working through it and yeah. just that it's right or it's it's not right for a man to to compartmentalize. We've been doing it in two years right. where some of us, I can't even say yeah. that the general population had this awakening where it's okay to, to discuss it. Some men are still just like, nope, everything goes in the corner. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some of us, I'll speak for myself. For me, it's just like, I'm just getting to that point. And for all of my years, in the corner and so mm-hmm. I'm trying to reprogram myself and so I don't feel like it's fair to men or my street at me because I'm doing what I've always done I'm doing mm-hmm. what that's unfortunate that's tough to be honest like from a woman's standpoint I don't I know that I couldn't bottle my feelings up like that exactly like, I don't know how y'all have been expected to do that that's just what as men that's just what you're it's just what we're, I don't know. I can't say because some people don't have, um, I have, I was fortunate to have a father figure, but some people don't have that. So I don't know where other people get it from, but that's just what we see. Like, you know what I mean? Um, mm. And I, but, don't, I don't want my, um, kid, my, I don't want my kid, my son to expect to, that. Yeah. To answer that question, like um, it took me, it, it took me a situation. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it, like I was talking to my older cousin one time and I actually came and cried to her and had to apologize to her but 
like you I'm like he, he we just had a real conversation one day he was like bro you understand how fucked up our family dynamic is you know what I'm saying and I was like mm-hmm. yeah I do but I don't have nobody else to talk about that shit to you know what I'm saying because mm-hmm. When nobody understand how fucked up our family dynamic is, but somebody in that motherfucker, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And me and him had a real conversation, and he told me the same shit. That he didn't know no different because our family is so fucked up. That's all we know. But he right. told me when he got married and he got to see his wife's family dynamic, he got to understand how a family truly is. And yeah. you knowing her family and how tight they are, and mm-hmm. you know. I actually got to see how a real family, like my family don't fuck with each other. Everybody mm. don't, none of them niggas fuck with each other. Everybody beat, you know what I'm saying? Like mm. all my life, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I married her and see her family. And I just, I just love that shit. Cause I'm like, Yo, yeah. I ain't never, like what you mean? You go to your aunt house every fucking, like, you know what I'm saying? Like shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. Like, a lot to do too with the change of, I mean, I guess that's the basis of our conversation, just um, generational changes. Um, like, everything is mental health now. And mm-hmm. everything um, gender-specific or gender differences. Um, mm-hmm. So it's more, it's more open than what we were raised on, for sure. And definitely what our, fa- our parents were raised on. So I, I do see the difference. I do, I do see why it's easier for men to come out like I give y'all kudos to a thousand percent for having to bottle up your feelings I think that's mm-hmm. that's just real. I want my my son to know yeah there's a time and place for it but it is okay to to cry it is okay to be frustrated exactly. yeah yeah exactly like and and it, it's okay to express those feelings and I just think that right now again if we are speaking of showing by example and if they are looking to their fathers who don't do that today you know that makes it difficult to say you know follow what you see because what you see is a man that doesn't cry um and holds his feelings in and like even now if they do shed a tear as ricky said it comes out in anger they're not just shedding a tear quietly they are shedding a tear and they are frustrated like everything is in a rage because they are crying so it's like and I honestly feel like the rage is not even due now to the point of the rage of the situation. The rage is because they're crying. Like, and we owe we owe like, y'all a, we owe y'all an apology because sometimes it does come out, but it's just so much bottled shit, you know, mm-hmm. and that you got to take on. Um, you know what I'm saying? But I guess yeah. that's what your your podcast, um, yeah, is is that these conversations can bring enlightenment to other people Absolutely. because. That was enlightenment to me. Like, I mean, I felt like I knew that. Like, his anger comes out for that. Like, I knew that. But, like, to hear it from another man, like, it was put... Now now I'm more sensitive to it. But also, now it yeah. won't affect me as much. Maybe when he does yeah. it, I won't be yep. able to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I know... So, like, that, 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 that definitely, definitely hit home for me. Like, that was very helpful. I mean, because it does come off of anger. 99 mm. percent time but it's because yep. it's not gonna come out in tears yeah mm-hmm. exactly it, so yeah and so that that definitely was i think that that whole piece just to be able to hear because i feel like me and you candy can sit here and bounce it off of each other and we're gonna always say should be doing it because again we fully understand it because right. again we've been doing it since birth but mm. again we don't know that yeah. yeah not your mom or your dad 
but as your mm-hmm. wife, which again puts us in a totally different category because it could feel like we are that you're not when honestly mm-hmm. we just want you to be truly you. <laughs> right. And that just like she was enlightened by that, it kinda that kinda hit me too. Cause like I'm like, maybe I need to make sure it don't come out of anger or when I feel it coming out of anger, say like, yo, look, let's take a few minutes. Let me get my yeah. shit together. And then and we can have a conversation now instead mm-hmm. of it, you know, just lashing out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, give me a few minutes. Give me three minutes. Let me yeah. go get together. And we're going to sit and we know it doesn't come out in anger. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I ain't going to necessarily say I'm going to cry, but yeah. I at least be angry. At least yeah. it won't be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think when you get connected and you finally start to really feel, because again, it's the the tears are is the relief. And again, I think that that's what people fail to realize. Like the tears is the feel. It's because it's not out. It's been held in. And so the reason it becomes like I can't take this anymore, and you haven't gotten it out. It's crazy you say that because that one time I'm talking about, like she was upstairs sleep. And I came in the room and hugged her. I had tears in my eyes. She like, nigga, what the fuck is going on? Like, she woke up startled because she's never seen me yeah, like that. Somebody had passed away. Or she's like, yo, what the fuck are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm just. It was just a relief to get out to for me to hear my cousin actually feel the same way that I felt because I didn't know anybody. I didn't have nobody to talk to about that shit. Who the fuck I'm gonna talk to about how fucked up my family is? You know yeah. what I'm saying? It, it did come out in a relief. Like, it was just, yeah. it was, everything came out. It felt so good to let that motherfucker out, too. And and to just and do it, and I think, too, and be comfortable in it. That's what y'all also have to move through. Like, that yeah. when you cry in front of us, to me for yeah, crying. Okay. Because and I don't it, apologize it, when I cry. I don't need a sorry. Like, that's you showing me that you are real. You're not this robot that I thought you was. You're actually a human being. Now you have showed up. Welcome. I've been waiting for you. Like, right. I don't need an apology. Right. Just show yeah, up. I, I definitely want my son to know that it is okay. And, and specifically with the person, I mean, this will take a long time coming because he's six. But yeah. the person chooses it, it to spend life with, and for and for our oldest too. Like, it is totally okay to for that person to to be as vulnerable as you need to be. Um, Cause y'all will know each other if they're the right person and they won't Come feel, it, they won't feel any type of way about it, but relieved that you finally did it. Um, yep. And to the, to the rest of the world, like, again, you just continue to play your roles and, and y'all do what y'all need to do to move mm-hmm. through this life. Right. Yep. I do feel like um, the younger generation is in a, in a mobilizing mental health issues. They're normalizing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. There the therapist you you you're crazy yeah we, we thought that crazy was wrong and like crazy ain't wrong crazy can exactly be, like, crazy can be right. handled crazy but can cra- be managed but what is crazy right yeah. right not always crazy that's exactly what i was just about to say and I, was, and I shouldn't even use that term different yes. like you know and what that i'm saying that i feel like not only did i learn from my profession but I learned from our oldest child, like, because, again, he is the, the first product that we had of this generation. And, mm-hmm. like, they're just different. Like, at the end of yeah. the day, it is, they, they talk different. They, they have a different outlook on, like, circumstances, particularly to um, mental health or, um, you know, different sex relationships. Like, mm-hmm. they're more open to it than we They're were, more open. I, yeah, they're free. Yeah. Yeah, but it's helped. 
like I have learned so many lessons from a you know from a child. Like I can honestly yeah. say that because it just alters our our thought process. I think that it is so necessary. But even me and my me and my cousins who are the same age, we have before our kids got older, we have made a conscious effort to say like we are going to tell. It was particularly in reference to saying I love you to our kids. We yeah. said that we to our because that's not something that we heard often mm-hmm. at all. I know my mom loves me. I know my aunts love me. I know my aunts love that because we are a close family, like Colleen mentioned, but it wasn't said. Like, we just yeah. knew it. But I, yep. like, it's okay to say you love you to your kids. It's okay mm-hmm. to cry. Okay yeah. To express your feelings and be emotional. And, you know, there's there's a time and place for everything. You don't just break down in the middle of the grocery store because you yeah. did lollipop. <laughs> but it is okay. You know what I'm saying? It's, a, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. And that I love you thing is real too because I I even shared that with Ricky like I was raising up my oldest I, I I love you wasn't a big part of what I said out like I showed it yeah and I I did what I needed to do as a parent but it wasn't something that I vocalized as much as I want to and so with the the younger two I'm like oh I want to say it I'm constantly wanting to say it um and and tell them that they're beautiful and all these different things and again trying to backtrack into that those things but you're right it's just not something that was a part of coming up and and it maybe it had to be because it my story when I started it I just went along with what I already knew and all I knew was to to be to you just show it you don't have to say it just show it even though they didn't know what that meant it's just show it make it right that was the piece that's always missing because you're right it's important to hear it's it's the same it's even that important for your other to hear so I can only imagine what it is for a child to hear it yeah yeah we didn't even know it was we didn't even know it was missing because we didn't feel not loved but it mm-hmm. was just hear it like you said and I, I mean I just remember having that conversation it was and it was said we was going to do this differently with our own kids um it makes a difference it really does yeah yeah it does um that was really good I really like hearing why men can't cry um and i hope that for ricky and colleen like you know you walk away feeling of it because this you know impacts you the most like that it's okay to cry like that's a real thing too like we're not just saying it to say it but we invite you to to meet us there (laughs) because (laughs) we show up all okay and we like we at the end of the day we all bleed the same we are definitely absolutely our feelings are the same and to, to know I don't like I said, kudos to y'all for having to bottle up your feelings because at the end of the day we're all happy, we're all sad, we're all mad, we're all angry, yeah. we're all things. Y'all have had to y'all have been expected to bottle up and I honestly do not know how y'all did it. I really don't. Yeah. I, I would say this. It'll be sane. Honestly. That's what I was about to say. Like think about the and I again I don't like sounding crazy, but like, think about the people who aren't as fortunate of, as us. Yeah, absolutely. Like, deal with it because I live, I live a good life. Like, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, again, I, I hate sounding crazy, but you know what I mean? It's just. Or the men don't have somebody. Yeah, like, just who yeah. just not in situation who have to keep this shit bottled. Like, yeah. that's fucking difficult. I mean, people like, that, mm-hmm. I mean, we live in the city that we live in and things that are not glorious for everybody. And like it's literally people who lose people every day, and um, they're expected to hold a 
like even in deaths, like they're expected to not show any emotion. That that to me mm-hmm. is crazy. Like yeah. and it happens every day. Um, mm-hmm. you know, you you lose people and you're you're still expected not to cry. Like that's just really hard. Yeah. I think that's just simple just because, again, we are the protectors. We are um, the stability. We are the backbone. Like, um, I was I was telling Kali and Cameron a while ago, like, um, when you, you – the reason you go to sleep the way you do is because you feel comfortable. Part of the reason mm, you feel – That's because what... you – what you have. Like, you know – you feel protected. You feel safe. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> never looking up exactly. because you feel protected yep whenever you're with me whenever you you feel protected you feel safe because you know your daddy gonna go to the death for you you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying yep. like so again i feel like that's kind of that's kind of the reason it's just it, we're the protectors we're the we're the backbone we're we're like if when, when they see daddy fucked up then they know man some shit got to be wrong but I do yeah, and that's what I was gonna ask. Do y'all it's, ever feel like there's times where you you want to be weak? I don't want to be in this moment. Um, I don't okay. think that moment yet. Um, yeah. I, I yeah, I don't think I've had that moment yet where I wanted to be. Well. Other than that time we talked about when I, I went up to her and actually cried, I just wanted her to hold me. I just wanted to be. You, know you didn't want to be strong in that moment, right? So that is a moment where you was you just didn't want to be strong. You didn't want to have I, to. Good. I ain't gonna say didn't want to be strong. I just wanted to. I just and really, I was really just coming to her to just say like, "Thank you for showing me some shit that I ain't know." Really, is what it was. Mm-hmm. Like, as I feel like. Watching my pops and then the the twenty years I didn't spend with her, like kind of molded me to to the person that I am right now, like the family person I am now. Like you know, again watching my dad treat my mom and shit like that, um, and then just seeing how because if all I had was my family dynamic, it'll be fucked up. But watching her family dynamic and yeah. then the that my dad gave to kind of molded me into you know what I am right now. I yeah. like to say good, you know what I'm saying, but I still got work to do. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, that's that's one of my one of my bigger fears because, um, I I know that we as men deal with emotions or or don't deal with you know whatever it is that we, <clears throat> but I don't know how much we can store away until you know, that, that cubby hole is, is coming. Mm. And um, I'm scared of what happens after that. Mm. And, um, you know, I've seen it in my own family. Um, I, I I didn't understand it and I like 100% now, but I've seen it. And mm. um, it kind of put a little fear in me, a little respect and things like that and you know for a man who's pretty much your your job is to be strong and to you know to to always be there i'm scared yeah and and why you know it's for me to a little bit more because i don't know it though 
and it's not even a conscious thing. It's just like because I, I I probably consciously I probably unconsciously am scared too. Yeah. And yeah. don't and not even know it. Like that's why yeah. I wouldn't. We just it just it just wouldn't happen. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But unconsciously, probably because I'm scared of what would happen. But I, it, I don't. I I just don't know what other that just makes sense if that's what it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like if the major roles in our family dynamic is for me to be that one bad and true who is stable. You know, and if if an emergency happens, if the house breaks burns down, like I need I need to do this, 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 and this. And mm-hmm. because if I feel like if I break down, everything yeah. But yeah. I, I don't think or oh, I don't know. This is just the outside look that your wife expects that of you. I think that's just what you think the man is supposed to do, but in mm-hmm. your I don't know that that's what your wife expects of you. Like I I I know for us like I'm staying and I don't know how else to say it that it is okay for us to lean on each other. It's okay for mm-hmm. us to, um you know, have to figure it out together. It's okay to mm-hmm. cry. And I would rather you mm-hmm. do that cry than to, to act like it. you don't have any feelings. I get what right. you're saying, but I get what you're saying too because in the case of an emergency, if we are frantic, nobody's yeah. going to know. Yeah. Like, we yeah. got to You guys are emotional. As strong as y'all are, mm-hmm. when shit don't go, when shit gets all scheduled, y'all lose mm-hmm. y'all scruples. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know my wife do. My wife is a creature that when shit deviates, she loses her fucking mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he, I'm, I'm like, yeah, it's the truth. Like as strong as she is and as good as she is at everything, like when shit, when she has a plan and her plan don't go right, she loses her fucking mind. Me, yeah, he is another way to make plan A work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the okay. fixer. Yeah. yeah, that's us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because the moment it veers, I you have lost me. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yo, don't worry about it. We good. I'm making yeah. work. But that just means that we just makes me feel real. like that. Then that's a re- that's a reality check for me and Candy. At this, mm-hmm. because again, we talking about mental health, and if it means that we can't say that we're here. But do that in that moment because in that moment it's not a us in that it's a you. Mm-hmm. I'm I have completely shut down. <laughs> I am not available to give nothing because I don't want no words. I don't want you to ask me nothing. I'm, sure, I'm standing I, with self. I don't even think it's shut down. I think it's fight or flight. Like I feel like at that moment we realize that before y'all realize, I feel like at that moment we realized that we got to do something. Mm. Where y'all are still like, it's going, you know, we're going to pick out plan A. Yeah, we're going to And I want you to move out. on to class A. Like, I, like now we need to be. We're not past figure it out. We, nah, we're make this motherfucker work. At that moment, we're <laughs> we yeah, are. Exactly. Yeah, y'all at, what do we do now? Like, we're, oh, oh yeah, we're, we're in fight or flight no, for sure. We got, uh, I'm like, no, calm down. Yeah. Yeah. Just relax. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. They, mm-hmm. they have totally disregarded us yet. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. They totally shut us down yet, and you on the next thing. Like, calm down. Let's, let's 
we'll cross that bridge when we get there. My household, I don't like she says, it, it's don't talk to me, don't ask me no questions. I mean, she's shut up and down. I'm to the point. I don't even. I just, I just make it happen. If yeah, I can make, it, I'm just gonna make it happen. Yeah. Like, here's the results. Yeah. yeah, we might not had. We might not have went on a straight path. We might have had a detour yeah. a little, but we got here. To which I'm gonna say. I don't say nothing. I feel like that that's me trying to go in the right direction because again, I would just be going off, just raging for no reason, and take it out on Ricky, and it's not his fault or whatever the case may be. But now it's like, <laughs> and I, and again, that is Ricky reading the room, and he knows exactly like, and, and it's not. Oh, right in silent, and he looking oh. out the window. He looking like whatever, whatever the problem is. He is on a seek and find. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's and you going silent is knowing. I, I he gonna figure this shit out. He got it. And but that's you know, exact. That's you're right. And that's what I'm saying. Like that's a reality check for me though, because is that fair? Because I'm there with you, and we're gonna go through these things together. But in those moments, I don't. I don't think that's what it is though. I, that you're you're in like panic mode, and, yeah, he's, in and he's in survival, right? Mm-hmm. This is the end. I've tried to do this stuff, and it's not going to work. <laughs> and again, it's it's kind of like the expectation or the the role that we put on. Get down. It's not even like all this emotions. Just leave this to the side. Put it mm-hmm. in the corner. Let's just go tap it. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's the role that we we have to put on the, the thing that we have to is I would like the silent role better than the role. the rift yeah. only makes us trying to fix the problem worse worse absolutely 1000% you don't want if you ain't helping you hurting you know right. what I'm right. saying that's difficult yep. I feel like everybody needs the opposite person's perspective like I'm giving you my perspective nah, it no it don't no, come no. off that way because okay but <laughs> But that's my perspective. I feel like sometimes you have to hear the others, like your way and your opinion, and how we gonna get to the point to the end to the destination. It's crazy. We we literally went through this it's today. It's not always the right way. Like sometimes, and I can say that for me too. Like sometimes I feel like, oh, we gotta get from point A to point B. But your perspective might get us there better than mine. Like, mm-hmm. But what I, I I'm taking from it is it's. I kind of go back to where y'all were saying, just like, just talk about your emotions, just let it all out, cry, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. When you're in that moment, you, sh- I mean, particularly you, you shut down. You're not yeah. having that conversation because it's not natural Mm-mm. for you. No. Yeah, it's just my job to understand that you're in this this mode. Right. Yep. And, how- mode. Mm-hmm. and that's what he does. And so again, that's when you say it doesn't help because it and it doesn't come off that way because you're right what i'm saying out my mouth is trying to help you but the way it right. open because you're oh. not hearing nothing that i'm saying because i right. am lit in bit so i'm talking fast i'm loud and i'm <laughs> not moving, doing all these moving, things my yeah. yeah like shaking my head like rolling my eyes like yeah so i get it and so again that that's not helpful too um because it's, it's it, not. It, it gives all better. what the problem is, but I feel like it's, bit, better. it's better than it's the, in the right direction. Yeah, and so that's what I'm saying. So that's the reason that now I don't say anything, and I feel like that now he actually 
he can read it. He he knows what it is and he does whatever he does and it's solved and then he'll come back and he then say, I told you I got you. Mm-hmm. And I it still takes me a minute to come down if I was running my mouth and I'm saying things because again I've realized talking in these moments doesn't help probably is extremely helpful but you don't even hear the points that I'm making because of my behavior so I in think the situation that, and I agree with that like <laughs> for me that might be another thing that I expect in, in my mail is that he's able to redirect me and calm me like he's my he's my other half basically like we meet in the middle like he I'm definitely a planner he's more uh, um, impromptu type of person like we I need somebody who balances me mm-hmm. yeah it's it's definitely a learned behavior I, I must say like we definitely didn't come this way Um, but I I had to communicate to him this is not always what I need like I just need a hug honestly like when I'm at that point of like, I don't need you to talk to me. I don't need you to ask me no questions. Like, just hug me. And even if you hug me and I don't break down right away, consistent. Because you're easing me into where the direction that I need to go. But I don't know how to work through. But if out to him, this is what I need in these moments. I, I can. I don't know if you agree, Ricky, but I feel like there's there's change in that. You can see change. In certain situations, okay. Uh, in uh-huh. certain, situations, I do. <laughs> I'm working situations. on it again. You know, listen. I some some I try is definitely easier said than done, but I've communicated it. Um, and I said that like, and that's all I can do at this point as I just continue to work through this thing called life. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I, again, it, it's certain situations where we've come to the common knowledge. We we know that, okay, it's expected of me to do X, Y, and Z, but I found myself in other situations where, where things happen in life and it's just like, oh, I have all these frustrations and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, well, why don't you do this? So that's not going to work. Or why don't you do this? I've already suggestions. just like, all right, yeah. going to be quiet here. And, <laughs> you know, I'm just here. You yeah. know, so there's there's okay. there's not a, a manual for anything. Yeah. Um and what I've learned is sometimes I just have to let you go through your emotions. Um you know I I check in every once in a while, make sure you still, you know, not planning on murdering anybody and <laughs> <laughs> you know I know I that shit a lot. Because if I'm discuss that, <laughs> lifetime supply of noodles and noodles and fish sticks. So, no murder. <laughs> you are so ridiculous. I'm going to be better. I'm going to be better. But this was great, y'all. Like, we have gone a long time. I can't even ask all my questions because the conversation has gotten so deep. But I truly appreciate, again, y'all just showing up, being authentic, um, being open. I think that, honestly, hearing things that we go through in life and understanding how y'all think, how y'all move, you know, why you do the things that you do, I'm definitely 
strengthen friendships. It helps, you know, and as a parent, it helps as just everything in life, brother, sister, everything, because the functioning of people versus what I read or what I see on TV, um, which I'd be in person and actually go through these things and hear from um, your perspective, um, Kaleem and Ricky, um, it's super helpful ideas and thoughts with Candace because again y'all say we are so much alike but understand like it's an expectation but it's not reality not until y'all get there like it's gonna take some time mm-hmm. but I appreciate but it, just again the patience like it's, it's I feel like the podcasts are good they're good because they help they help like I know it's for the viewers and the listeners but it's it's not just for them it's for us too like this yeah. is how we gonna grow yeah, yeah. that shit because you we get yeah you know? for sure for sure um and we way we're walking away with something it was to walk away and have something um and hopefully it just opens up our mind get it right tomorrow likely not no we have a direction we know right. where we can start we got a starting point um so i appreciate the conversation on the next day so see y'all in a couple of hours but it's been real y'all y'all go eagles <laughs> Hey, listen, go Eagles. Her goddamn podcast and she go Eagles again. Go crazy. That's what it's Yeah. All right, y'all. It's been real. Right. Episode six. Hopefully, y'all got something from it. If not, leave me a message, leave me a comment, and let's keep the conversation going. Love y'all.